Hey, y'all, it's your girl and host, the prodigal PK, Alexis, and I'm here again with another episode. You guys, it's been about two weeks, hasn't it? I think it has. Yes. Well, I'm back with another episode, like I said, so let's get into it. Last week, we talked about rejected, right? It was a little bit about my rejection story, coupled with a few things that I wanted to share with you all about rejection itself. So this week, if we're following along with the taglines, you will see that the next one is returned. So I'm naming this episode three, Returned, for obvious reasons. So I'm going to share with you my, um, just kind of how I made my way back. Um, my return story. And then I have a few other things that I want to share with you guys towards the end. So stick with me. Um, And thank you guys again for being here. So let's get into it. Returned, right? Let's see where I want to start. Okay. So remember I told you guys in the last episode how I was just out and about doing all the things, digging my little pig's pen, get myself down in there, um, all the rejection going on in my life. I was out in the world, y'all. And you remember in the first episode when I talked about the world being fun to me? Remember I said it was fun, fun, fun. I meant it. And this is the part where I was really out there having a great time, y'all. I thought I was living my best life. Yep. And so at this point in time in my life, I had a girlfriend. Yeah, a girlfriend. Yep. Oh, man. So during that time when we actually made our relationship official, y'all, I did not sleep a wink. Um, And when I say I didn't sleep, I don't necessarily mean I didn't lay my head on my pillow and close my eyes physically. I did do that for the most part. But um, my soul was just never at rest with this thing because I knew it was wrong. Um, From the time that we made things official, Uh, I would always be looking over my shoulder. I always had this thought in my mind about what I was doing. It just wasn't right. Um, And so anyways, I had a girlfriend. And on this particular day, when the Lord spoke to me, she came over to my house. Uh, We hung out and then we went to bed. So she was on one side of the bed. I was on the other. And as I laid in my bed and looked up, you guys, I was not asleep. Um, I was very much awake, but I was laying in bed. I literally was probably counting down, waiting for sleep to happen. 1,000 sheep, 2,000 sheep, 4,000, whatever, whatever it was. Sleep wasn't coming, y'all. But I was laying there waiting for sleep to come. And then I heard the Lord speak these words to me. He said this. He said, if you do not get yourself back to the church, you are going to die. Excuse me? I'm going to what? Cut the music. Die. D-I-E, Alexis, me. I'm going to die, Lord? die. Okay. If I don't make my way back, I'm going to die. All right, y'all. I don't care how much fun I was having in the world. It doesn't even matter. Die is something that I did not want to do. Cue cue the music back up. Yeah. Die. Oh no, not me. Mm -mm. No, not interested. So anyways, um, I started to kind of, kind of take heed to that. It was a little nerve wracking when I heard the Lord say that to me. And the next thing I had was this vision. Again, I was not sleep. You guys, I was wide awake, still looking up at the ceiling, a little bit more uncomfortable at this point in time, but it was this vision of me out in this vast body of water. I was literally in the middle of nowhere, you guys. And it seemed like, um, I was kind of bobbing up and down, going with the pattern of the waves and looking around and I saw nothing. I saw nothing but black. I didn't see any lights, no lifeboats, no life jackets, no sign of anything but blackness for as far as my eyes could see. And it was in that moment I heard the Lord say again, where are you, Alexis? Mm. 
And that's what I call um, an Adam, where are you moment, which we'll talk a little bit about later. But anyways, at that point in time, um, the whole encounter with the Lord would be over. Uh, It wouldn't leave my mind. In the back of my mind, I always had this playing right for a while. Um, And I wouldn't make my way to the church right away. Um, I still, my flesh, you guys still wanted to be out there playing. My flesh still wanted to do what it wanted to do. I wanted to still have a good time. My flesh was still fighting against me, but my soul was tired. You guys, I was so tired of running. I was so tired of getting hurt. I was so tired of not feeling freedom and not feeling whole. I was tired of not sleeping and just not getting rest. I was tired of running. Um, but I didn't know where I would go. I had tried before to do my whole church thing. You know, they say in Atlanta, and I believe it's true that there are churches on every corner, but y'all, every church is just not created equal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ain't no knock on anybody's church. I'm just saying every church is not created equal. And so anyways, I didn't know where I would get started. So I kind of put it behind me after about a week of being terrified. Um, I put it behind me. And uh, another day came. This is about two weeks after the Lord spoke to me. And I was on Instagram, y'all. If anybody knows me, and for those of you who don't, you should just go ahead and know. Um, I am a fashionista, y'all. We ain't going to make no bones about it. We ain't going to try to act like it's not what it is. It is just that. I am a fashionista. I love everything fashion. I love to shop online. I don't like to see myself on other people. So I do not go to local stores. Y'all, I do a lot of shopping online. And um, something will come into my brain and I'll just go looking for it. And I usually can find it. So in this particular instance, I was on Instagram and I was looking for customized camouflage jackets. Now, I already had one. But I wanted another one to add and I wanted one that was a different style, maybe by somebody different and all the things. And so I typed in customized camouflage jacket go and I would scroll and I would scroll and I would scroll until I would come into this. That's the the wrong side, y'all. It's going to be over here. A picture of this customized camouflage jacket on the back. It says until all have heard. And I loved it. It was the right color camouflage. It was everything to me. And it just stood out the right cut. And I'm like, bam, I found it. So what do I do? I start scrolling, going through the rabbit hole, y'all. I start trying to find out the details. And for me, if I click on someone's page looking for something that they're wearing, usually there'll be something in the details from the caption. And even if not, I'm sure somebody thought this jacket was fire like I did. And in the comments was talking about it. So I'm going through and looking. So as I go through and look, I find the information I need. I write down all the information and on my way coming out of everything, coming out of the rabbit hole, I found myself on this page again. And as as I was on that page, um, I was, my sound was on, which is weird because y'all, my sound is usually never on. And I mean, never, but my sound was on in this particular instance. And I heard preaching y'all. Ooh, and it was good to me. It reminded me of back in the day, but kind of with a twist. I'm talking about this guy was talking about everything it was straight fire I had heard preaching well I hadn't heard preaching like that in a long time and then I began to listen in my ears for what it was he was saying and y'all that was preaching I had never heard in my lifetime and y'all remember I was born on a pew I'm a PK I visited and been around all kinds of preaching all kinds of teaching all manner of things church but I never heard it quite that way and I knew immediately I got to go check this place out. So um, 
No, I didn't know that immediately. Let me run that back. I thought, wow, what is this? So I started to look some more, listen to more videos and another video and another video. And finally, I'm like, I mean, it's good and everything, but he's not going to be here in Atlanta. Like, who is this guy? Then, Because my pastor, his um, Instagram page, I'm about to shout it out really quick, does not have pastor in front of it. It doesn't say pastor. Here's this guy who is preaching his socks off, okay, preaching off his Tims and his Jays. The man has on Jordans. He has on Tims. He sounds like he's from up top, y'all. I wouldn't know at the time where from, but I knew it was something East Coast, something up north, um, really New Yorkish. He looked about my age, but was on fire for Christ. And that was something that really, really got my attention. And so um, that's when in my mind, I'm like, I bet he's not here. I bet he's not here at all. Like, who is this guy? I looked and it said Atlanta, Georgia. And I thought, no way. This can't be. I know it's not a church. It it didn't have a church name attached to him just then that I saw. So I started to scroll through and I saw the name Victory Church ATL, you guys. And I knew immediately that's where I needed to be. So I would make up in my mind, but never say it out loud, but only say it silently. I'm going to church this Sunday. So as I made that declaration, um, I knew that I had to get there, but I would face incredible turmoil, incredible um, just warfare, which I didn't have a word for then, but I would face a lot of that the week leading up to it. I thought about all kinds of things like the guilt, um, the shame. Oh my gosh. And the biggest thing for me was like dirty. I was so dirty. You guys, I was living a horrible life at the time, a time full of sin, things I knew I should not be doing. And I was doing them anyway. And you know, church folks, the same church folks that put me out, what would they say to me now? What would they say if they knew I was sleeping with women and that I had fallen in love with a woman and that I was dealing with women at the time that I had gotten myself so low and so far from God that it looked like women for me? Um, what would they say? They would t- certainly they wouldn't let me in, right? I thought about how just um, sin has an aroma, you guys. It really does have a scent to it, a smell to it. And I thought that, you know, coming in the doors of the church or coming into anything holy, everyone in the church could just see it, right? I felt like when I walked in, it would be like I had mud all over my face and everyone would be looking at me and thinking, oh my gosh, look what she did or oh my goodness, look what she did. But that wasn't true. That wasn't true at all. So anyways, I would deal with that throughout the week. And on Sunday morning, I got me and my baby dressed. We headed out to church, y'all. And I could not wait to get there. But as I got closer, I started to feel nauseous, y'all. Like, oh, gosh, I'm about to have to go back to church. I mean, throw up in my mouth, y'all. I totally was like, Lord, these going to be the same judgmental people that put me out in the first place. What am I really doing? But I would make my way. I would press just to see what God had for me there. And y'all, as soon as we pulled up from the time that we were in the parking lot, you guys, oh my goodness, they would make sure we felt so comfortable, me and my daughter. It was like a red carpet experience. And if y'all know my little girl, anybody that shows her attention, that shows her love, she's with it, okay? They were telling how beautiful she was and taking pictures and they were eager to show me around. They showed me where the bathroom was and they showed me where V Kids was, which is our children's ministry at the time. And they were like, you want us to take your daughter? 
I certainly do. Thank you very much. I absolutely would love it. Go ahead with the people. And Parker went on her way. And then I went my way. And you guys, from the time I got into the sanctuary, it felt like the tangible arms of Jesus were all over me, you guys. It felt like a really big hug. And I wept the entire time. It felt like the Lord was welcoming me home and telling me that this was the place that I was supposed to be and that I would be safe in his arms there. And I was. And so from that point going forward, that was on February 24th, 2019. I have not looked back. Now, it has not been easy. Nope. Um, Do I still deal with some things? Yes. Am I completely fully turned around? No. Have I encountered some, some difficulties there? Yes. Have I questioned my walk and even had something called imposter syndrome Why I'm there? Absolutely. Did I still deal with lust and perversion and masturbation and just all manner of things that people think you can't go through or when you come to Christ, you're fully healed and fully clean? Yes, I did. But I came anyway, you guys, because the Lord was reaching out to me. And so with that being said, I just want to talk to you about a couple of things. The first thing is about that whole, um, the thing that I talked about with regard to Adam, the um, Adam, where are you? Um, When I had my Adam, where are you moment? um, Let me just say this. If the Lord ever says to you, ask you where you are, the Lord of hosts, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the ones that knows the the beginning from the end, uh, the first, the last, Alpha and Omega, the author and finisher of my faith and also yours, the creator, creator asking the creature, where are you? No, God is never asking us the question, where are we? Because he doesn't know. He knows everything. Okay. God, I believe, asks us that question so it can bring us into an awareness of where we are and how far we are from him and how much we need to get ourselves back to the cross, you guys. And so if you ever hear the Lord calling to you, reaching out to you, if you hear him audibly or through someone he might send or through any other message, if he's asking you where you are, baby, you need to uh, run, don't walk. You need to make your way back to that voice that you're hearing. Make your way there. Another thing is when we talk about returning, this is like going back to something that I was at before. Um, In my walk or in the kingdom, I I don't ever really talk about going back to things unless it's something that you need to go back and deal with, right? Because you you just can't skip grades in the kingdom. Okay. So some things that you need to go back and deal with, whatever you bury alive is going to come back or whatever you bury alive is going to come back after you in another season. So you need to make sure those things are dead and gone for sure. Um, Things that you deal with. And then if it's the Lord asking you to come back home or to go to another place or back to a place where you were to address some things, that's when it's okay to go back. So this return story was not one that was bad. And anytime the Lord is asking you to do anything for him, whether it's back to a different place or forward to another, we need to be trying to do that thing. Okay. And last but not least, um, don't think that coming to Christ looks like, oh, um, I'll be clean and then I'll come or I'll get myself right. And then I'll come. Mm -mm. You'll never be right enough to come to God. As a matter of fact, you'll never be deserving. I'm not deserving. We are never going to be clean enough to face a, a, a sinless God. He is God. The only thing perfect. Okay. And we're just not that. And so God is not looking for perfection. He's looking for obedience. He's asking you to come because he knows that there's something better for you out there. And in him, he is trying to get you to a place where you can begin to know yourself. Because when I came to the Lord, I'm so glad. I just know you guys, if I would have stayed out there and would not have come, I would be dead. There's no if, ands, or buts, or maybes about it. I would be dead. Because the other significant thing about my dream is that it was in the middle of 
water. I don't know if it was an ocean. It was a vast body of water. And y'all, I am afraid of water because I can't really swim that well. Yeah, that's another story. We'll talk about it another time. But I was in the middle of nowhere and no one was coming. Nothing was around. And so, like he said, if you don't get to the church, you're going to die. I would have died out there in the water. I would have drowned had I not have come. And he saw fit to bring me in the kingdom in my dirty, filthy, nasty state, which is exactly where I was. I was wicked and my heart was not pure. It was unclean. I had an unclean heart. I had unclean hands. And y'all, all I know is I was out there thinking that everything was good. So like coming to Christ is is sometimes a difficult um, decision. Um, it may be a little bit easier if you are in pain, right? Some of us come to the Lord because we don't have another option. We feel like we are at rock bottom and we've reached a painful level. But what about when God asks you to come and you love where you at? Okay, because I was in love with my life at the time. I was not feeling down. I do know that there were some things on the inside that were going on, but I was having a blast. Okay, I mean, when I go to church, what are people going to think? Do I have to stop doing what I'm doing now? Can I bring my girlfriend? I mean, can she come? I mean, she's pretty cool. Can she come? Do I have to stop talking to her? Do I have to cut off all the things that I know? What are the people going to say? What is this going to look like? Do I have to give up my hookah life? How about drinking? Do I have to give that up too? What about all these tattoos that I've accumulated? Do I have to give that up as well? So you guys coming to Christ is, 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 is a faith journey. It's a faith walk. Excuse me. It's a faith walk, you guys. And it's one that you are not able to do on your own. So trust God, get out of your own way and come return back to the father. He's still there waiting, same posture, arms stretched out wide, asking you to come. And there's no reason why you can't come. Okay, so that's it. I told you guys I wasn't going to keep you very long. So I thank you again for journeying with me. Today is July the 5th and it is D-Day. The next time I'll see you for D-Day is July the 19th. And guess what? As of today, when this is going on, it will be available on Apple Music, you guys. Those of y'all that have been out the Apple, you yeah, ain't going to get into that. Apple users, whatever. It'll be available on Apple Music for all of your listening needs. You could also check me out on Instagram at prodigal pk that's at prodigal pk and as always if you have any questions or just want to reach out to me i'd love to hear from you my email address is the prodigal pk at gmail.com that's the prodigal pk at gmail.com like comment subscribe a like comment subscribe a and share 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 it Okay. If it blessed you in any way, you think it would bless anybody else, share it. And another thing is, I just want you guys to know that what I'm talking about is not necessarily uh, everyone specific. My journey back may not look like your journey back. It may not be as dramatic. It may not be as underwhelming. Whatever you call it, it doesn't matter. If you're not where you're supposed to be in Christ, point is you need to get to Christ. However that is, if you know that you're not there or you're feeling a tug, make your way to Christ. Let him love you. Okay, it was there that I found peace and and joy and oh my gosh, my identity in Christ, you guys. I began to put some things down and then pick some things up. I discovered Christ.
Christ for myself. My own personal real life relationship with God was no longer about religion, but it was about relationship. I would discover community and a lot of my friends and people that love me and have shown me some things about myself, you guys. So make your way back to Christ. You have absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain. And I don't know about you, but when I'm in trouble, I love being in trouble with Christ. When there's something that's going on that I don't understand, I love knowing that I'm not walking alone. I would much rather do this life with Christ on my side than on the opposite side of Christ, you guys. So on that note, I'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Thank you guys again so much for following and listening and giving me your time. Bye. Oh, and listen, one thing I forgot to say. If you're looking for Victory Church ATL, you will not find us there, honey. We are now 2819 Church, and that is where you will find us on Instagram at 2819 Church. We are a rambunctious body of believers who believe in sound doctrine. Our pastor preaches that word like no other. Baby, if you want to be... um checked in your life if you want to get better and not just hear that cotton candy fluff that's going around nowadays come and pull up i beg you i ask you i implore you to pull up at 2819 church and if you don't believe me just head to instagram take a look and see what it is all about i promise you you will not regret it and if you do decide to show up for the first time look for me okay my name is alexis everyone in the church would know who i am and that's just my shameless very much shameless uh, plug. Lastly, also, you can find my pastor at Philip Anthony Mitchell. At Philip Anthony Mitchell. Philip has one L. Phil, one L. Up. Anthony Mitchell. Okay? All right, y'all. Love you. Take care. Peace. Oh my gosh, you guys. And last but certainly not least, I do need to share with you one more thing about the death part of things. Um, so a lot of times when I tell this story, not a lot of times, but sometimes when I tell my story about this, just coming back, some people have said to me, well, maybe, you know, Christ just meant it was going to be a spiritual death, but check this out. I don't care. Spiritual death, physical death. There is no type of death that I want to experience. Not any kind. Well, there's one kind of death I don't mind experiencing, and that's death by way of the bottom of my shoe going upside the head of any bug or roach or rodent that tries to infiltrate my home. That's my house. Okay, so I'm going to defend the fronts of my home at all costs. Me and my daughter live here. I mean, what do you mean? You know what I'm saying? So on that note, and with that being said, I don't want to experience any type of death. And whether it was a physical death or whether it was a spiritual death, I'm just grateful that I made my way back. And that was it. That's all I wanted to share, you guys. Bye again.